And we're back. The F1 Money Gang podcast here for the U.S. Grand Prix preview show. I know that we have about a week until we get to the actual U.S. GP. But, of course, we're going to be here. We're going to give you some content. And to kick things off, we'll probably go in with a little recap, maybe talk about the disaster that was the Japanese GP. Lots of activity that was happening all weekend. I don't know about you guys. I kind of got bit on that Sunday with my bets, made some few key mistakes, which we can talk about. And then after that, we can talk about the USGP. I know that there's some odds out there as well as let's talk some futures. I think there's some future odds. Um, but first, I guess I'll say it as painful it's, as it says, as is it for me to say, congrats to Max Verstappen, Yuan, and that's all I'm going to give them. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll kick things off. We got Dolcetto, we got Lights Out, and we got our man, Jinx, the Eugene. So welcome, fellas. How are you feeling? Uh, everything's good, man. Everything's good. Uh, it was a great uh, 4 a.m. race for me, uh, since I was the only one that probably stayed up to watch it. Uh, probably snoozed off a couple of times uh, in between the red flag and the actual race restart. But it was a good race. I, and I had a good betting weekend. Um, uh, I went one and one on the pod. I had the over 17 and a half drivers classified, which I was so worried about. But that hit. And then, uh, of course, the first lap, no retirement. That should have never even, race should have never even started uh, uh, as normal, you know. So, and then I had another couple. I had two more picks. Uh, I had actually three more picks on the Discord. Uh, you know, uh, like you know me, I had the Alpine double points uh, that cashed in. Um, I had a couple head-to-heads that um, there was a little sweat there at the end with um, Bottas and uh, and Guan Yu. They had uh, I, I had Bottas to beat him, and uh, it was such a sweat at the end. Uh, you know, because uh, uh, Bottas had the old tires and he was just losing pace and but they all won so I went four and one on the weekend so I was kind of happy and uh it was all good yeah I kind of want to just touch very quickly on that one with the first uh first lap retirement being zero that's where I made my mistake actually and typically what I like to do is when there's news flashing like minutes before the race you want to strike on some odds that you know you can really get the advantage my mistake was was believing that they were actually going to start the race with a safety car, kind of like and they repeat. said that they said it. They were going to do it. I was actually really shocked that they were all on intermediates to start off with. After they were claiming there, it was just there were a lot of wet spots. I was actually really shocked. Um, so yeah, regrets really did kick in pretty fast. But you know what, like. Uh, in hindsight, right? Everything sucks at that time. But when you think back to it, I still would do it every time. Maybe I wouldn't, I shouldn't have gone overboard. I did have a long night of par partying that night. So maybe the alcohol talked to me a little bit more to push, push more units. But um, yeah, I, I was pretty disappointed that that happened, but I would do it every time. I would say that. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a good bet. Uh, 
in a long oh yeah and especially in that situation right like this is what we're supposed to do is 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 maximize in in situations like this and again there's going to be a lot of situations in f1 where something happens and another example was uh ghastly starting at the back of the grid i mean i just added on yeah yeah, so i just added on to my yuki over ghastly bet they the books didn't catch that obviously the timing was middle of the night but still you could still uh, capitalize on that stuff so um but yeah what about uh jinx what about you what is what are your thoughts on this man not this one specifically but the race how did you feel I mean, it was less painful than Singapore. So, I mean, that's a positive. Um, I mean, we started out with Russell, top six in practice, and he had car issues, didn't come out till 20 minutes left. And when he came out, the track was at its wettest in FP1. So Mm -hmm. that's always great to start off the week um, with a kick in the gut like that. Um, We rode Max in FP3, and he took care of business. Um, in the race, I went signs over Perez and I mean, that, that doesn't really need to be talked about. Um, we all saw, um, congrats to Carwell signs now with his fourth last place finish of the year. Um, I believe he was 60 to one. Um, yeah. in comparison, Latifi has zero last place finishes on the year. So anyone who thinks betting Latifi at plus plus one fifty, um, you don't know shit. Um, you know, might as well take a roll on signs at 66 to one because he's had four last place finishes. Um, I bet Gasly, um, when the line shifted uh, against him, uh, this was like two, three hours before and the news wasn't released. Uh, he was plus odds for stroll. Um, I mean, ultimately I'm just glad Gasly's alive after that race. I mean, he could have died. So, um, I mean, I'll take that, but I mean, a 20 second time penalty for a guy almost getting killed. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, the race should have never, never even started in, I, mean, I, I don't know what the FIA is doing there. I mean, you're blaming a guy in a race in pitch darkness with torrential downpour for nearly like hitting a, a safety, like, or they claim it's a safety, but it's, it's a tractor. I mean, they were just, I mean, basically, eight years to the anniversary of Jules Bianchi. So that was just pretty sickening. No, see, um, hit Magnuson over Albon at plus odds on the first lap and then, um, lost the Yuki group. He was matched against, uh, Joe and Gasly and then stroll. So another terrible week. Um, but you know, glad to still be there. Um, you know, glad to still see all the drivers made it out in one piece and, you know, had a birthday Saturday night, but, no luck my way, but you know, that's how the cookie crumbles were damn used to that this year. But you know, um, I mean, shit show of a race, but at least, you know, all 20 guys are going to be able to race next week. By the way, happy birthday. Jinx he is the young and up and coming better of this crew. Not like this old man that is talking on the mic. So again, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy uh, 21st, man. Yeah, yeah, he's finally he can he can fe- finally legally gamble <laughs> and drink. <laughs> uh, you're what 26, 27? Oh man, yeah, happy birthday, man. So, uh, yeah, and you know, there was a lot of uh, there was, a, I mean, again, rain's always going to bring chaos, we all, all know that. Um, one thing I will say is don't do what I, I did, I think I got a little little horny is what I would say on trying to make these bets. I think we're just at the stretch of what four more races. 
you kind of get excited made pretty good profits this year and i just kind of pushed the envelope one of them i did really like too was what lights out was calling out as the fastest pit stop and my god that was so close and hitting lights how close was that yeah what was it again two two one hundredths of a second it's just so i don't i don't even i don't even it, it makes me want to puke because it wasn't it alpha tori that just beat him by that yeah i'm glad i'm glad i didn't watch the race live because aston martin posted the best uh like fastest pit stop through the first round there and then it was gasly's late pit stop which was unnecessary by the way um that's the one that beat it you guys remember they had i think yuki was like in points he was in 10th and they pitted him for some reason so that he could go on better tires and start 15 and hopefully pass five people to get back where he was it just didn't make any sense uh guys was a little farther back so they took the risk and pitted him i guess fair enough you know um yeah tw 20 to 1 i was feeling really really good about it but uh it's it's hard to back a, a dog like that because the house just has so many outs and that was one of them so yeah tough yeah. beat um and red bull didn't even win it either so whatever at least it'll bring the line back to more bettable for red bull because i mean in dry conditions uh fairly predictable track predictable weather red bull should be the favorite yeah yeah no absolutely and maybe we can start transitioning into uh the usgp uh, i'm very excited as Everyone knows uh, this is the first race. Well, actually, technically, well, I, for, I almost forgot. We had Miami this year, so technically second race uh, in the U.S., and we're going to have three next year. It's in Austin. Uh, let's start with the weather. Right now, weather in Texas, as someone that's lived here, we have not seen rain as often as all these racetracks have been seeing. So if it if it rains that weekend, I will seriously lose my shit. But right now it's calling for no rain. It should be pretty dry, you know, maybe partly cloudy at most. Obviously, this can change in a week. Uh, but we're looking about we're going to get a little bit cooler temperatures. So we're not going to see as like the since we're in the U.S. now, I can, I'm going to use Fahrenheit um, 85 plus degrees. I think it might be around there, but it's looking like the track is it's going to it's going to be a nice weekend actually for the race. So it's next weekend. As far as the layout, it is, I, I mean, really, it's honestly comparable to Singapore. It's got a little bit of everything. It's got hairpins. It's got chicanes, long straight. It's probably got the, the longer straight uh, compared to Singapore. And I, I mean, honestly, I think when it comes to the setup of the car, you might, you're not going to see a big difference in between like these teams and how they set it up for Singapore to this. I mean, it's either going to be balanced or maybe a little bit more high downforce. It just depends. A couple things that just kind of pop into mind is, you know, if there is some heat, tire degradation is going to be a key and heat to those engines such as like a Renault engine or maybe a Ferrari. So things like they might not have it turned up all the way in first few practices because of that. That's what Ferrari likes to do. They like to keep it turned down just to keep the reliability. And that's another thing we've seen. The reliability has improved with these cars over the, over the past, like, I don't know, five races, six races in terms of that. So yeah, uh, there's not really a whole lot of odds out, but 
I, I haven't really spotted anything. I think first initial thought is, is what, what is everyone thinking in terms of now that Max is won, does he actually push or does he actually just, you know, ship it in, just has a little fun, does what he can, but won't really push as hard when he needs to. So any of you guys have thoughts on that? Well, I could start. Um, uh, I think that he still wants to get that record for most wins in a season. So um, I don't know if this is going to happen this weekend. There's still quite a few more races left. Um, uh, but uh, from what I, you know, I kind of just uh, quickly looked at um, uh, last year's race, just 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 kind of like overview, like a like a quick quick one. And um, you know, uh, from the first look, uh, as we all know. This is also a very wide track. It's very open. Even if you make a mistake, you could come back again. Uh, and uh, I do. I will still probably back. It depends on the odds, of course. No retirement on the first lap. I know turn one is very dangerous because it's a. It's kind of like you're going from the main straight and you're turning the wide left. So we could see a collision there. I mean, it happens. But uh, uh, other than that, like if we escape turn one, uh, it is a very open track. Uh, quick turns. Um, I like that. And also over 17 and a half, I would say, would be the line for even money for drivers. Yeah. Uh, it is a quick, uh, like you said, it's a quick track. Um, I don't know. I, I, I look at, Like you said, there's not many odds out there, uh, so we can't really know what to expect yet. Uh, but uh, I do expect Max to still push. Yeah, and I, I do like the, I still like your no retirement at first because this turn one is actually different right i mean it's uphill it's actually a little it's bit uphill, wider yeah. it gives it yeah. gives a little bit more room in that hairpin for cars to hopefully not make mistakes so unless you're a latifi or uh, a <laughs> ghastly i mean yeah i i would see that it's going to be pretty cordial going into that first turn and of course, no rain, right? Hopefully, no rain. Yeah, you know, I I'm telling you guys, I am telling you, we haven't seen rain like that much rain in texas i would say maybe like four inches in the past two months that's not a lot so if it rains i might lose it but yes uh and then <laughs> the uh, you said over 17 and a half as well um i think yeah i mean that's a, actually going to be a solid bet and again that goes back to the weather right if it's too hot i would be cautious of it but if it's actually pretty cool if we're set if we're talking about like low 80s you know high 70s it's very possible that could be the temps then i i actually like that even more um absolutely yeah because i looked at last year's and uh i seen that there you know uh gas ahead of retirement early on with the suspension issues and uh Esteban Alcon, uh, he retired uh, 10 lap, uh, 12 laps before with some mechanical issues. And actually, Alonso retired as well, but he classified because he was only four laps before the end of the race. So he was classified. So it's, you know, like, again, um, we could have one big accident and the over can go. But uh, uh, just like I mentioned, because of the wide track, the fast track, I like the over. Yeah. Yeah. No, I look again, it depends on the weather. Yeah. And which, you know, again, next week we'll have a podcast. Yeah. We'll do a preview. We'll be a little bit more aligned on that. But so this is just a preview, not telling everyone to go out and make your bets, even though you can't really make bets on those. So, uh, yeah, so that's yeah, those are good picks. I am definitely eyeing those. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of dig those. What about uh, what about you, Jinx? Do you have anything in mind? 
I mean, Max kind of whacked up, but um, I mean, it's a pretty close battle right now for second in the driver's standings. Price is ahead by a single point to Leclerc. So, I mean, I know they're going to be pushing for Max, but I mean, at this point, you know, he's got everything locked up. So maybe they'll be going more for Perez to try and, uh, you know, get second, you know, get the one, two. Um, I mean, other than that, I mean, Red Bull's basically got the constructors locked up. I don't think there's real, I mean, I think like unless Ferrari one, twos and Red Bull DNFs, both drivers, I don't think there's any chance they can do anything about that. Um, Mercedes is pretty far back to get second. Um, I mean, maybe like an Ashton Martin Alfa Romeo battle, but I mean, I know Haas and Alfa Tori, they're tied for eighth in the constructors, but we're at the point of the year. There's four races left. You know, we're going to start seeing teams, you know, planning for next year. Um, I mean, maybe, you know, Perez and Leclerc will be battling it out. But, um, I mean, not going to really be, you know, taking anything more than a unit before we see anything on track because just got four races left. And I mean, you know, with the budget, the way it is, you know, why, why risk your cars going into next year? Yeah, no, I, uh, I still want to, I want to say though, you're still going to see a battle between Ferrari and Mercedes just because there's still money on the line for that constructor, uh, second place. So, I, no, mean, but I mean, Mercedes is, I mean, they're about 65 points behind. So yeah, it's still far. So like this would have to be the race. They have to capitalize definitely like this this has to be the one if they can do it if they can beat out uh charles leclerc and and sign somehow then they might have a chance but otherwise yeah it's it's still still far away but um yeah no i i think the the budget thing has been obviously talked about i don't know that we I don't I don't know if anyone actually understands it so I don't even think it's really something we should discuss um but it is funny seeing all the memes go around this past week with uh with Red Bull's catering menu I uh, can't wait to see what next year's is like but lights what about you do you have any early thoughts for next, yeah, next week I'm just looking forward to a race with no rain like I think the last definitely the last two have had days with rain I want to say even last couple in Europe there to close out that one too. So um, the discord has been battling through the rain, which makes all sorts of variants and it's just harder to dial in on. It's a little more random. Um, we saw what we can do, like qualifying was dry in Japan and we just dialed right in on that with the, with the over underlines on underdog. Uh, that was definitely the most profitable session of the weekend. And so I'm looking forward to that in Austin. Uh, the key there is, is getting on lines early, whether it's prize picks or underdog and then, um, finding, finding good pairs and, and locking them up. I think last week we saw, uh, underdog doesn't like Alex Albon. They usually drop a line on him. That's way too high. So you get a, um, high probability pick there. And then they, they have to pick one of Paris or science to, um, be third or fourth. And, they often get that wrong. So there's usually a couple opportunities there. And then outside of Latifi, like he's usually 18 and a half, 19 and a half. And then they have to put somebody else behind him at 17 and a half or 18 and a half. I think Mick was 18 and a half. He started at the last two qualifying sessions and uh, he usually qualifies pretty okay. Like sometimes those hosses will sneak into Q2 
uh, and they usually don't qualify second last. So that line's a little undeserved. So I'm looking for value on the qualifying over and under lines. Uh, as for the traditional sports book stuff, I saw Paris to win three or more. So basically one more was plus 200. I think um, he's getting a little more hype because he just won one. So I don't want to buy high on that one. I think I want to wait and let uh, USGP go by and then see what Perez's odds are, especially with Mexico coming up. Um, yeah, for him to win one of the next four, I, I don't think is is asking too much. But um, as Dolcetto pointed out, like Max is going for that for that winningest season of all time. Uh, so there's absolutely no doubt about who the best of all time is. So that might hurt Perez. Um, it's hard to back Charles right now. He just looks horrible. I think he took advantage of Ferrari when they started out the season um, way ahead in terms of car development over the rest of the field. And now that everybody else is caught up, he just doesn't seem to have that championship mentality. It's like, um, yeah, always finds a way to get second or worse. And, and uh, we saw what happened even like last race, you know, he biffed on the very last corner to, to give up second place. So um, yeah, those are some of my early thoughts and just want to reiterate, I'm really looking forward to some dry weather. That's when the stats and the projections and the, um, you know, advanced data that we all look at, that's when we can dial in and have some sort of confidence on the ranges and, and, uh, and the outcomes. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, FP3 is, uh, I guess quality for Singapore is going to be a good early benchmark for me to go into the race, but I probably just going to. Uh, I mean, it's going to be nice. Actually, Friday we were going to have the the sessions in the afternoon. Maybe we'll do another live Twitch session. Session, I don't know. Um, I know that that was pretty fun last week doing that with y'all. Um, pretty good time. But um, yeah, again, I think just the early benchmark would be Singapore or Singapore uh, Japanese GP. Maybe look back at like the French GP. I think that track has some similarities uh, where you can look at that, but it's kind of far back. Uh, yeah, so it'll be very interesting. I do agree. A lot of love for Checo. Um, I think I feel like I'm the only one that feels like he may, he's not going to win the Mexican GP. Um, I honestly, I just, I, I think that Mercedes is, is there. I, I feel like a broken record. I say, I feel like I've been saying this almost every week for the past four weeks or so. <laughs> They're going to win one. It's going to happen. But I have been very consistent. If there is going to be one, they're going to win. It's going to be Brazil. That is the one. That's the one I'm going to. That's my shot. I'm calling it there. Let's go ahead and just uh, dive into just futures bet 2023. I know that right now the season's basically over, but not over. We got actually some early lines, uh, future lines uh, for next year. Uh, even one of the the people in Discord, Soxman, uh, giving you a shout out. You called out the Perez plus one fifty, I think, for this year actually to win. You can actually get that for plus one seventy five. Uh, now that I'm looking at it for, at MGM, but for next year, they already got the drivers' championship twenty twenty three. Um, looks like Max is obviously the leader in this at a minus one thirty five odds. Lewis second th plus three hundred. Charles Leclerc at plus four hundred. And then we got fourteen hundred for Russell. Signs sixteen hundred. Wow, Perez twenty two hundred. Crazy. So yeah, we got odds for next year. What do you guys think? I can't even. I man, it's so hard. I just don't know. I mean, like 
like we discussed this before the pod, uh, max of these odds at minus 135, did you say it was? Yeah, minus Earlier, 135. That's mm-hmm. a good bet. But, it really uh, is. I mean, it really I just, is. I'm uh, not a fan of Red Bull, so I can't really root and pay the juice for the, the season long. But you know what bet we're going to make, guys, and we're going to request it again. We're going to go to Bovada, and we're going to request for a safety and a virtual safety car for every race for next year. Get those plus 6,600 odds and win it. Right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. And if you guys don't know about this, uh, apparently you can be requesting these odds through Twitter and you just got to add them or hashtag them. I can't remember what it was, what the hashtag was. What's your wager? What's your wager? And, yep. and they will just, they'll put it up for you. Um, so it's pretty amazing. I love it, but yeah, I, it's crazy. I, you know, I took the future bet and I hate futures bets. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. But when it, where it makes sense, I will definitely do them. This one kind of does in a way. Um, I mean, max isn't going anywhere anytime soon. You're not going to see it at minus minus one thirty-five. The only way you see it at minus minus one thirty-five is like what happened this year where he just what he have two DNFs in the first three or four races, and yeah. you know, kind of unfortunate situation for him. I was lucky enough to have grabbed him at like plus 205 odds at the time when everyone was just like, Oh, Ferrari's actually gonna do it this year. No, no, it was it was too easy to take. I probably should have just unleashed the fury on that 205 looking back. But you, you're just not gonna see those types of odds unless that happens, which I don't think that replicates next year because. Now they've had a full season under these new cars. They have better understanding. They didn't have to, they don't have to worry about the little things, worrying about porpoising or anything like that when it comes to the car anymore. So now they could just focus on really fine tuning the actual spec of the car. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of do dig it. What about you guys, uh, Jinx? Yeah, in there. I mean, I'd, I'd wait. Um, I mean, even this year, um, you know, in testing, everyone saw the side pods Mercedes had, and, you know, they thought it was going to be a dominant Mercedes year. But, I mean, this is a down year, honestly, for Mercedes with all the issues they've had to deal with, um, how uncomfortable the cars are to drive. But, uh, I mean, they've been at worst, you know, a fifth, sixth place car um, week in, week out. Um, most likely they're going to be third this year, so they'll get more um, R&D time for next year. I know we saw Ferrari basically bag the last two years, but I mean, I still don't think we expected them to come out the gate the first couple of weeks like they did. I mean, yeah, Max DNF Bahrain and he DNF Australia, but Leclerc had the pace both of those races. So, I mean, they just be laying um, minus one thirty five when we got you know months and months to go before the season even starts and testing. I just think that's too much. Um, yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, it's, I mean, the Red Bulls had a good two years, but I mean, we saw what happened last year. Um, Max basically dominated the year and Mercedes figured out, you know, they could just turn the engines up. They could just, you know, race three, four races with one engine and turn it all the way up. And they were, you know, a second faster a lap towards the end of the year. So, um, I mean, it's just, it's tough to bet against Mercedes. Um, but I mean, I don't, I, Outside of the big three, nobody's going to have a real shot next year. 
Uh, just yeah. I love it. I love it. And it, it just hypes me up for next season, to be honest with you, man, when you say that. It really hypes me up because I can't wait. Like, this was just a, a, a cr- it, crappy um, season for, for them. So I think we can almost get, like, you know, head-to-heads. And, I mean, I would almost lean uh, constructors and drivers towards Mercedes over a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just so consistent this year and the cars have just been so uncomfortable for them to drive and they've just they've persevered um i mean congrats on red bull and winning you know the title this year but it's just ferrari's had the faster car you know at least the first half of the year almost every week they did and they just did everything they could to throw the title away this year um i i just i can't see ferrari bouncing back next year i mean i'd be surprised if they even win another race this year with just how much they've bundled this year. Yeah. I, I like, I like the takes you got, man. Those are some, some good ones. And again, I think, uh, I think you and I both are in the same boat. I think next year could be totally different. I actually still hope that Ferrari does get a little bit better about their reliability and strategy. I, it would be fun to see a, a three horse race for, uh, for the driver's championship, but, Obviously. I mean, it'll, prob- it'll probably be a three-horse race. I mean, they'll probably be strong on the streets like they were last year. But, I mean... But you know Mer- how it is. Yeah, but Mercedes isn't going to have a year like this where they're, yeah. you know, struggling for a win. Yeah. Uh, that won't happen. Mercedes at worst next year will be number two, and I think we'll see Ferrari regress back to third. And, I mean, the dominant third. I mean, you know, Alpine will probably be the fourth best. Maybe McLaren, but uh, Norris is going to have to carry, but... I mean, we'll have the big three, but I think, you know, we'll, it'll be closer to next year or last year was, you know, we'll have Red Bull and Mercedes back up at the top. Well, I can tell you this. Toto already is baking in a big catering budget for 2023. I just know it. The menu is huge. It's large. We're talking about like three million plus. So he's ready. Uh, a lot of sick days. <laughs> a lot of sick days. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah. Lights. What, what about you? Let's get your thoughts before we sign I, off here. I just, I don't think the, I don't think Mercedes saying they'll be competitive next year. Like, I don't understand where they have the, where, like, where they've shown that. They seem just way off. I think there was like a mid season burst of optimism where it's like maybe when we're on European tracks, the car will show better. And they botched that. Like, they're not even close right now. I don't know. I don't think, they're going to magically somehow catch up to the other two. Um, like I think Ferrari's strength is probably when they can work on their car, <laughs> like when they're not on the track and they're on, on track team is blowing it and uh rebels moving target. They're going to keep developing as well. It sounds like Honda's back on board now, uh, you know, refreshed, well, refreshed commitment from them. Uh, Mercedes has a long way to go. That's the truth of it. It seems like Toto's finally figuring out, you know, maybe I have to, roll my sleeves and, and get my elbows out and play dirty here. Uh, Cause I mean, clearly Red Bull figured that out a long time ago. That was the only chance they were going to catch Lewis on those old cars. And they managed to squeak out a win last year. And then this year, um, you know, with the new cars, they've, they've been head and shoulders better um, on the, at least on the car side anyway. So Mercedes has a ways to go. Uh, I certainly wouldn't be putting money on them until they show it. And uh, I think as you started off the show with Max at minus 130, minus 150 to win next year, 
you gotta think that's gonna look maybe like this time next year like why didn't i put the house on that one <laughs> not that i would ever recommend that on a futures bet because you gotta wait so long but um yeah we'll see we'll see what next year brings anyway it's it's kind of sad that the base the season's basically winding down like not obviously very different from last year and this year it was really won and lost in the middle of the season in Europe there. So, um, we'll enjoy a few more races. Obviously we created an amazing, amazing crew in the discord. Uh, it's just, as you look back over those messages from the start, there's some really good memories in there and just super grateful to have met you all. And, and, uh, the real, the real money we made were the friends we made along the way. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I'll just, I'll chime in real quick. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying Mercedes, you know, has the fastest car, but, you know, just consistency wise. And I mean, they're just their guys. They don't make mistakes. Um, Hamilton and Russell, like all year, you know, I mean, Red Bull's yeah. got, I mean, you know, you look at the second drivers, I mean, signs and Perez, they've both made mistakes and especially with Claire, he's made some mistakes too. So I just, if Ferrari or if Mercedes can just up that car a little bit, it doesn't need to be, you know, I mean, even signs has won a race this year. So. Just give them a competent car. Um, I think they got the drivers for it. Yeah, and and it, it's not like they they really had some power struggles in the beginning of the year. Lots of issues. And just when you thought it was going to be a disastrous season, they still did show up. They were at one point, they were just podium after podium. Uh, I, Yeah, I truly believe that they will find a way to get up there. Will they beat Max? I mean, that's definitely hard to say right now, but you never know, right? Like anything can change between now and, and next year. And in total, we trust. And I'll just leave you with this uh, lights out. How dare you? How dare you slander Mercedes like that? Just no. I just can't wait actually for next year. I, I do want to see a Max versus uh, Hamilton. Just, yeah, that would be fun with... Uh, with lights out we'll just be chirping at each other the entire time probably so yeah i'll uh i'll give you even odds on on hamilton to beat max if you want. <laughs> <laughs> put your money where your mouth is uh, uh well on that case we got to end the pod i will not take that bet <laughs> uh no guys this is great and in lights just want to echo what you just said um yeah, everyone in this Discord has been absolutely amazing, uh, from Jinx, Dolcetto, to you, Lights, um, to the many different folks that have just jumped into uh, the Discord with us. As someone that, you know, had more of a narrow-minded way of betting F1, you guys introduced some other ways, some of the other angles. Like, I never touched FP1 until we started talking more about trends. I mean, uh, to all our listeners out there, these are reasons why you should get into the discord, listen to the podcast. There are just a lot of sharp guys bringing lots of different inputs from all different angles to where you can maximize a bet. You don't have to like everyone's bet. You can just pick and choose. Um, it's all a cart. So you can, you can just have some fun with it. But with that being said, that was fun guys. We will be back next week for the USGP. I am looking forward to it. So yeah. For, for now, we'll sign off and see you all next week.